0: So Pro Tools 2018.4, the the lead point on that, uh, I think we both agree, was the name change, Pro Tools yes. HD, is no more. It's now Pro Tools Ultimate.
1: Well, no more no more, as in the sense of software, because we've still got Pro Tools HD in terms of hardware, in terms of the HDX range. So again, a it, slight little bit of uh, confusion can, can, can come in because HDX is still Pro Tools HD hardware, but in terms of the software, where we had the Pro Tools HD standalone software, if you like, uh, or the software that you use with the Pro Tools HDX hardware, yes, that's now called Pro Tools
0: Ultimate. And hopefully, that's going to reduce the confusion because yes. since since Pro Tools HD became a hardware and a software product simultaneously yep. there's been some horrible tortured language Indeed. trying to draw the distinction and hopefully this will help yeah but it wasn't just a name change though was it um, no, so two things we...
1: go on uh, two things uh, came in uh, we had uh, they bundled machine control which is somewhat something that i haven't used for years and years and years going back to the days where effectively we were acquiring content on d88s or or timecode dap machines and I would be track laying in from those machines using machine control to basically lock Pro Tools to a to a machine, so I can bring the audio in. But of course, but it's
0: it's still relevant in uh, now. We're most of us, nearly all of us, aren't using tape anymore. Indeed, that was an interesting thing. T- tell us about that, Mike.
1: Yeah, So the interesting thing that came with machine control and what it's tending to be used for now is locking Pro Tools to a large form console not control service but console so if you've got something like a neve dfc1 where all the automation is effectively triggered from time code you can now lock your dfc to Pro Tools, and that is really really clever application for what is a, a, effectively a piece of software that's very long in the tooth
0: so apart from the people who've got you know 50 foot long harrison consoles on huge dubbing stages and stuff um potentially this could be um because it's included at no cost correct Yes. so in that case for those people who for example have uh, a suitably equipped live console digital console there's maybe the option of bringing that in experimenting with with pro tools doing something that previously you might not have tried because of the or, burden of having to buy a, a an optional extra,
1: yeah, or anything control. effectively anything that you have that works off timecode, where you wouldn't have necessarily been prepared to spend the money on buying machine control. It was you know something like seven hundred and fifty dollars um, for the software. Now it's included in Ultimate. Um, you might well think, oh well, actually, I could I could
0: you know lock that up to Pro Tools because essentially it's working off timecode. So 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 more useful than i thought when i first read about this in the release it's actually uh, it's it's for more people than just the people who are working on kind of big dub stages and stuff yeah, like that absolutely great okay so we had that's two things now we've got the uh, we've got the name change yeah. and we've got machine control and
1: they've bundled the avid complete plugin bundle into ultimate so as long as you keep your subscription up to date you have access to 75 plus plugins and that's what we're going to take a look at right now um is just taking a look through some of the plugins because there are 75 we're not going to we're not going to talk about every single one but we're going to go through them in groups and uh, really pick up the ones that that mean something to us or we find useful or we know that there's a really good use for so what's the uh, what's the first collection
0: today, Jim? Well, I I think we might as well go <laughs> go alphabetically. So if we start with the air instruments. Let's yep. go air instruments actually. Um air as we know, they've uh, they've been a long time but well, I mean, this blog, you know, started life as the air instrument Indeed. blog. Um so I um, I've I've used these a lot. I suspect I might have used these more than you Mike, considering our uh, yes. kind of respective uh, <laughs> uh, workflows. Um, yeah. <laughs> um the for, for me uh what's the standout ones, the standout uh i'm i'm kind of i'm a big fan of expand and i think it's very underrated just because it's that whole thing about things that are that are free and uh, romplers it's kind of quite an old-fashioned way of, of of doing things in hardware maybe it's got associations with um you know digital synth workstations from years ago but um it sounds really good. <laughs> um that one uh if if velvet was were in there and uh, and and it's not that is my all-time favorite air instrument absolutely but Yeah but that that's, that's one one has to bundled. pay for. <laughs> <laughs> and and you should because it is still my absolutely my favorite mm. electric piano. But I'm going to I'm probably going to go with expand which is a slightly okay. dull answer. But no, that's uh, my favorite. No it's fine. The the only thing that I want to flag up in this
1: in this group of air, of air virtual instruments um, is the uh, DB33, which has this great, uh, really useful Leslie cabinet emulation. So, effectively, you can use it as a plugin that does nothing but the Leslie cabinet em- emulation. So, it's not a Hammond organ, which, of course, is the other half of it. Um, and uh, we featured uh, this in uh, an article uh, quite a long time ago, in fact, nearly five years ago, uh, entitled Five Free. Avid plugins Pro Tools users should check out. And uh, we we highlighted it because of this uh, feature of being able to separate out the Leslie cabinet uh, em-
0: emulation. So for me, that's the standout. It's a good cabinet emulation. I remember I used that. I put bass through that in one of yeah. the very first uh, videos I made on Pro Tools Expert, uh, 10 free... Uh, plugins you can use for for bass guitar and yeah it's 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 a distinctive sound on bass it's not one that i'd use every day also um things like i mean instant sort of pink floyd type sounds if you're putting pianos and stuff through leslie's fantastic so yeah other things can go through leslie's other than uh indeed than than organs so what's the next group uh, I think we're going to have to talk about the Pro Series oh, because these yes. these are are worth the price of entry on their own. I think if they just bundled these, well, they actually they did, they did. just bundle these before. Yeah. So I'll, I'll take that back. But that these are the, these are the best on the list for me, and I suspect you're probably going to agree. <laughs> yes,
1: uh, totally agree. Uh, I mean, for me, the two that I use all the time are the Pro Compressor and the Pro Limiter. Um, they are more often than not my go-to plugins for. Uh, limiting and compression the pro limiter of course has also has the advantage that it's an eb it has a loudness meter in it an ebu r128 loudness meter built into it with his with a histogram which again is you know that some of the cheaper loudness meters don't have that histogram that so you can see what's happened to the history of the loudness over a period of time um, so those two, absolutely. Uh, subharmonic I've used very occasionally when I, when I've wanted to do something to
0: the bottom end or something. Yeah. Might step back from subharmonic. We might yeah. be talking about that in a minute. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Sh- shall I go? Is it yeah, yeah. Turn? Go for it. Excellent. So in that case, um, pro subharmonic I've really, really come round to um, more and more these days. I'm I'm always interested in things um, that can that can help out uh, a lack of bottom end. And, I, I mean, I, I did a I did a tutorial video on Harmonic, and one of the overlooked features um, is that you can control it via MIDI as well, which is really, really interesting and opens up some real possibilities. And you can use it effectively as a sub-oscillator for any MIDI-controlled source. But the thing that I use it for all the time is just preposterously over the top kick drums if you've got a kick drum that it's amazing how how easy it is to put a um uh, a bass heavy microphone into a into a bass drum and and capture not enough bass but Mm. if that's happened to you this will sort it out no problem just make sure that you're monitoring on something that can reproduce that bass because you can end up with an awful lot down there that you might not know was there if you're not using adequate monitoring uh if i've got another one i'm probably going to say pro expander which is a little bit dull Possibly an expander. How exciting can it be? Well, the the main thing for me on this is that it's the only thing that I'm aware of in Pro Tools that offers a, a true ducker. Um, and I've been doing some some things with ducking recently. I discovered recently of a really useful technique for um, sidechaining a ducker to eliminate spill on drum mics rather than gating, mm-hmm. which was uh, really effective, really, really good. And I wouldn't have been able to do it very easily without something that did true ducking as opposed to sidechaining compression mm. uh, like pro expander yeah um okay what where do we go next reverbs presumably uh, we can go reverbs yeah uh, okay there's not many though actually it's a surprisingly thin category um we have excluded um i i categorized these and there's a couple of reverbs in the package that i've kind of categorized as being well they're uh, more stompbox ge- box for, type things, for guitar yeah. yeah so so if, if you if you're thinking what about well if it, it might be yeah. in a later category um, okay, so uh, so I d I I'm I'm gonna start on this Go on, then. I'm gonna say uh I think I'm going to say revibe just because I I I'm I really got into revibe on TDM systems, the, the old yeah. silver face version. Yeah. And I just thought it was a it was a very nice reverb. Uh, admittedly this was coming from kind of like uh, you know, my uh, using D verb on TDM mm. systems and stuff. And you know, it's it's easy to be better than Dverb. <laughs> yes. But, uh, but the thing I like about this is, uh, especially with the new format, is that I like it's, it's one of the perfect examples of the new kind of standard dark gray, tall, mm. thin uh, UIs because there's an awful lot to play with in there. Um, there's, you know, detailed control of the of the filters and the early reflections versus the tail and all of that. But if you want to fold all that stuff away and just deal with the kind of, you know, uh, uh, pre delay and, and decay, that kind of on, deal with it on that kind of level. Then it's right there in front of you. But mm. I think reverbs um, basically survive off uh, based on their um, presets. I yeah. n- have no issue with using reverb presets. Whereas there's most other plugin categories, I'm kind of like a little bit averse to using them. But great, great presets and mm. good smaller spaces. What about you, Mike? Anyway, uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I think probably if I had to name one of them, it would be Revive 2. I used, I did start doing quite a lot of work you know, back in the day, early TDM times when these first came out. Rev Revive, uh, the original one, and then the Reverb one were often my go-to plugins. Uh, but of course, I have to flag go up and say this is pre-exponential audio days. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, and but of course. I still need these because if I open up uh, old legacy sessions, there is the plugin and up it comes. And there is a sort of application. It, sometimes in, in radio documentaries, I need to get a sort of um, a sense that this con- this piece of content happened a long time ago. Uh, and I've got a, a setting now on, re- on Revive 2 that gives me this sort of very ethereal, quite long reverb decay time. But the audio, the speech, is still intelligible enough. Um, oh, yeah. And that that now has, again, become, oh, yes, okay, so we need to do that type of, we need to create that sort of uh, message, then out it comes, because I, I've built this preset, and uh, it it's, you know, so so often in post especially, we need to be able to get good results very quickly, and that does it for me. Um if you haven't, you know, come moving on to uh, space, um, it's a useful convolution reverb. Uh, and, you know, all right, yes, there are plenty of other uh, convolution reverbs out there, but bearing in mind this is now effectively coming uh, at no additional cost with uh, Pro Tools Ultimate, it's a useful convolution reverb, and most importantly, one that you can put your own impulse
0: responses into. Very true. I, I I tend to use space um, because it's it's got quite a nice spring reverb impulse in it, and mm-hmm. I don't have. A, that's my kind of go-to spring reverb. Right. Uh, it's I've I've used that on <laughs> quite a bit. Um, back to reverb, just very briefly. Something I haven't mentioned there is that, of course, reverb is uh, um, is a very capable surround reverb. Yeah. And they're not necessarily as uh, all reverbs don't do surround. Put it that way. No. Or, and, and that one does, so it's kind of worth mentioning.
1: And of course, as an HDX user, all the three of them uh, all will work on my um, DSP cards, which again is not that usual for reverb plugins. You know, they're native plugins by by their very nature. Mm. So uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> okay. I think we're. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to find out what your favorite guitar plugin is now. Because um, I mean, uh, obviously, it's the uh, uh, notorious shredder that you are mike yeah you know <laughs> um uh so what about guitar plugins we've got we've got a couple of what things they? that they s- some people might might not know uh might not assume we're in there for example uh studio reverb yeah uh, i put in there uh because it's one of the ones from uh, from the 11 rack hardware so you know and example. also we've got quite a few of the stomp box type things
1: in there which again is just a whole territory that I just have never been in that's you know it, back in the day um more often than not when I you know I was doing uh, music tracks that did involve guitars then uh, I, and again I'm going to show my de- it was the old line 6 uh plugin um that, yeah, yeah. the TDM plugin uh, and it was and like farm. Yeah that's the one um yeah, yeah, yeah. but it. uh, yeah it's not again that sort of style of of content has not been in my workflow for that amount of time so yeah, sure. yes uh, it's going to be However, very you quiet you can use the
0: stomps for other
1: stuff though, of course you can we've got
0: some content on the site demonstrating yes
1: there. absolutely um,
0: anything going you, you you've got to nominate one of them what's it going to be <laughs>
1: Uh, I, I cannot nominate one of them because I have never Ooh. used any of them. That's
0: very uh, that's 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 very honest and very disappointing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to recommend one to you. Go for thing. it, just because the first thing I'd say is I I, I love Eleven Mark II. Oh um, yes, absolutely. If you if you're using guitars, I I think there is nothing wrong with it. I mean, there's so many good alternatives out there, but the one that that uh, you know ships with ships with Pro Tools is really capable. And my biggest complaint about it for years was it had no bass amps. Mm-hmm. And it now does, so great. I've, I happily use uh, eleven mark two. Yeah, the one that I'm going to have to choose is BBD delay because I love Bucket Brigade delays. Right, and this one's really good, and I've I kind of. I use it over Tape Echo usually, actually, just because the delays are just so much worse, hmm. which in, in delay can be a really good thing. So, yeah, I just, I just love it. It just puts this cloud of terrible audio around some clean sound. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, it does exactly what it should. So that's the one I'm going to go with. Um, there's some other good ones on there, but that's where I'd start.
1: Okay, we need to move on. So uh,
0: the the category marked Air Stuff... Uh yeah, well this is this is audio plugins as opposed to instruments. So yeah. the ones that I think they first came out with the with Pro Tools 8. Mm. Um we got all these kind of like shiny new uh black standard UI green yeah. LED plugins. Mm. Um not somewhere I go a lot, but there's a couple of things that I do really value in there. Um I could I could definitely pick a couple. Um Go for it. Uh or right, well, I'm gonna have to start with the uh with the stereo width plugin. Yes. Which so yeah, I never it, ever yeah. use to widen anything, <laughs> but it's it's I've said I've said very publicly the single most useful thing that I've ever learned from all of my association with Pro Tools Expert was uh, long before I was uh, I was a member of the team, and it was uh, setting the stereo width plugin to minus minus one hundred percent, so it's yeah. uh, mono. so it's mono, and then using it as a mono button on your uh, on your. Uh, master fader. Yeah, and in fact... And once in you've it, got your head around the idea around that you're, that you're bypassing it, uh, your bypass works the wrong way around. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. And in fact, uh, back
1: in 2016, it was your favourite uh, from the uh, creative collection effects, as it was known then. Uh, that was the one that you highlighted. So, uh, top marks This for does sound like something
0: I'd say, yeah. yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, what about yours, though, Mike? Okay, you got there's, any? There's, you've, you've taken both of mine the best already yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the one that i'm going to highlight that's that's left is the air enhancer simply because obviously we've got lots of enhancer harmonic enhancer type plugins but of course the thing to bear in mind is that the uh, avid apex uh A- and big bottom plugins are not included in the avid complete bundle so um, if you do need uh, some form of, of harmonic enhancer type plug you know, for the Aphex brightening or, or whatever, then the Little Air enhancer plug is well worth looking at before you start spending money in that direction.
0: Uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever even opened it, so I'm going to mm. check it out. That's a, it's a, it's a good tip. Okay, um, so uh, we we better go on to what is our last, uh, well, yes, last category, um, the also I've, I've, the, the everything else really. I think is... yeah, yeah. I mean, in here, um, when I was putting this together, things that didn't fit anywhere else. Yes, um, and. Uh, in here, we have. I mean, it's not a long list. So, uh, so going down the list, uh, we've got uh, Sound Replacer, Telray Variable Delay, if you remember that. Uh, impact, so SSL Bus Compressor, the Focusrite D2 and D3, Smack, that sort of yeah. vintagey looking compressor. Horrible. The Joe Meek bundle, the Moogafuga bundle, yeah. Classic Compressors bundle, Pultec bundle, Real Tape Suite, uh, X Form, and the Voce bundle. Yeah. So, mostly bomb factory actually in there.
1: Yes, kind of which like again the, the... sort of gives a clue as to their um, uh, long, uh, antiquity. Or
0: <laughs> the, I'm thinking the bomb factory stuff. That's kind of like two thousand and two, three, oh, something like if that. If not it's... earlier, it yeah. Was... I mean, these are not young plugins. No, but no. is there anything in there that we that we still rate? Okay, so there's
1: there's there's two that. Well, uh, there's two that I want to flag up from from this uh, this group. The first is XForm. Now, it, it, it's essentially for uh, time compression and expansion. Um, the thing about the uh, the TCE plugin that, that comes as standard with, with Pro Tools is it's actually a brilliant, it's an ancient algorithm, but it's absolutely brilliant on speech, but not particularly good on, on anything else, especially any form of music. So Avid came up with XForm, which largely uh, and and has you know was a was a, a a plugin that you had to pay good money for to get, um, and you can use it on Elastic Audio and all sorts of other things, and um, and it's actually not bad, um, but I think these days there is there is at least one plugin that completely supersedes it, uh, and that is the Z-Plane AX Elastic, which you can now use on the. Uh, uh, time compression expansion uh, section of Pro Tools. Uh, and as we've highlighted in on the blog with some of Alan's uh, demonstration content, is incredibly good quality. And more importantly, the process time is much, much quicker. So I, I highlight XForm in some respects. It's there, it has its uses, but I would strongly recommend you you look at said planes, AAX Elastic to replace it the other bundle that i want to the other uh, one in this sort of also ran section that i want to look at is the classic compressors bundle and if you are into emulations of uh, classic compressors and i have to say i'm not it's not part of my normal workflow Mm -hmm. um but if you are then again because this is bundled into pro tools um these are some well worth taking a look at uh, in terms of some of the classic compressors um, that uh, you might want to be able to have emulations for without spending lots more money.
0: Fair enough. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of struggling on this category a little bit. Actually, <laughs> um, I, I think I'm gonna, I'm looking. It's between Smack and Impact, probably. Now, Smack. I've always found looks better than it sounds. Uh, yeah, um, I it's think not, that... <laughs> and it's very easy. And I've always, it's always annoyed me that um, it's it seems very very easy to 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 clip. Yes, it's helpfully got a clip light, but that clip light's almost permanently on, regardless of what you do. So I'm gonna go with Impact, which I've used on TDM systems, um, and. It's, I mean, yeah. Why not? Actually, it's it gives that familiar interface of an SSL bus compressor, which if you're used to using, you can kind of find what you want quickly, and uh, it's it's transparent like one of those should be. And yeah, that'd probably be my one. Yeah, so, and yeah, I had to dig in for that
1: one. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's a good call because again, a lot there's so many plugins now. If you're working multi-channel, that don't have multi-channel versions, and uh, this one. Uh, is a bus compressor that will
0: support up to 7.1. So uh, uh, that's a good call. Yeah, and presumably that will run nicely on ACX HDX rig. So, yeah. Uh, so in that case, for those for those reasons, we'll go with that. Indeed. So that that gets us to the bottom of the list. It so, does. <laughs> um, uh, in in looking at looking at the the list as a whole. Um, I think there's some useful additions on there actually, and That's some right. stuff. There is some stuff leaving the Pro compressor. Uh, I mean, sorry, the, leaving the Pro plugins, the Avid Pro plugins to one side because they're, as we've already stand said, out, so stand good, out. so yes. good that they're kind of like sh- shouldn't yeah. be on the same list really. But there's some really good stuff. If there's a category that I'd probably be m- spending most of my time in, I think the most fun to be had is probably in the guitar in the guitar list with the stomps and stuff because they are, I do quite like that interface and it takes me back to my really early days of recording <laughs> with the full track and guitar pedals and, yeah, putting verse two of the entire mix through a flanger because I could. Mm. so yeah, I think, I think
1: the, other, the other real potential bonus for having this uh, complete uh, plug-in bundle included with Pro Tools Ultimate is one of the problems we have in post because sessions tend to be a lot more mobile And therefore, if you start using esoteric plugins, there's a very good chance when the project moves on to the next stage, so if you're a dialogue editor and moving on to the re-recording mixer to pull everything together, if you use some esoteric plugins, the chances are they may not have those. And of course, essentially, anybody who has Pro Tools Ultimate who is on a current uh, upgrade plan will have all of these plugins, so it's almost—it's—it's it's not quite, but it's getting to the point where it's. This is a guaranteed list of plugins that anybody with a Ultimate system will have, and therefore you—you you are much
0: safer if you like to use these plugins than perhaps others. So that's—that's that's quite a good point to kind of uh, conclude on, maybe. Yeah. But, um. There's. We've got the the. Heavyweight stuff in terms of kind of like things that you're going to use every session in the mm. Pro series, but if you want something that's a little bit more out there, um, it's it quite viable shorthand yeah. if you're collaborating with someone of just kind of dah, 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 this project complete bundle only, yeah, and everyone will understand what that means, yeah. Okay.
1: So there we go. Uh, we hope that's been helpful to uh, do a, a whistle stop tour around the Avid Complete Bundle, which is now. Uh, as we say, included in with uh, Pro Tools Ultimate as long as you have uh, a current upgrade plan, but also available uh, quite cost-effectively for anybody else who would prefer to have access to all these plugins. So, yeah, it's a a very cost-effective solution, which um, basically for just under $50, $49.99 a year, so for for an annual payment... um, you can get all these plugins. So if you, even if you're on Pro Tools Native or, uh, or even Pro Tools First, for that matter, uh, you can get access to all of these plugins. But it is, of course, uh, on a subscription model. So you're paying uh, just under $50 a year. Or in the UK, we're now looking at £39 plus VAT. Um, so, But even so, it's a lot of
0: plugins uh, for your money. Sounds like a good point to finish on. So uh, thanks for that, Mike. That's a little tour of that plug-in bundle and our thoughts on Pro Tools 2018.4.